Hey, drivers, we got a lot of great folks here at the Great American Truck Show in Dallas. And, man, I want to send a thank you out to the folks at the American Trucking Association for sending me great, great drivers to talk about what's going on in the industry. Solutions. I want to hear from real drivers, real stories, real solutions out there, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a great panel that is assembled for this segment of the program. I have got uh, Mr. Charlie Endorf here, and Charlie has got more than 5 million accident-free miles. Now, I just got off the phone with Derek Leathers, who was your boss at Werner, and he said, forget it, you're back in the truck. Oh. <laughs> I, I traded in my flip phone and got a smartphone like you wanted me to. I thought it was following orders. Oh, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. That's great. That's great. Man, congratulations. Let's give him a round of applause, guys, for five million accident-free miles. Also on the panel with me from Warner, I've got Quentin Ward, and uh, man, he is part of the uh, Operation Freedom Truck. I want to talk about that as well. And uh, also Matt. Uh, Nick Nickel is uh, also with us as well from Creek Carriers. And one of my dear friends, retired Texas State Trooper, Monty Dial, is here as well. Let's give everybody a great round of applause, folks. Monty heads up what is called Ask the Law. Gentlemen, I want to hear your stories. And, uh, man, you know, that's why I wanted to bring everybody together during this live show at the convention, Great American Truck Show in Dallas, last day. And uh, it is designed here to focus our attention on the American truck driver, you know, and the great things that, that they are doing in order to make things happen out there. And, Monty, I want to start with you, and I'm going to go around the table. You know, you've been doing this for many, many years out there. Sure, there's a lot of difficulties on the road. Drivers have got the restrictions with the hours of service, electronic locking devices, delays at the shipper. You talk to these drivers man by roadside you've talked to them by phone a lot of them are making this work though aren't they yes they are and uh, like i say if it was not for the truck driver we would not have asked the law nor would we have our booth which is uh here on display this year but uh we always take uh the driver's questions very very serious we always strive to make sure that the driver gets an answer and we want to make sure that the driver understands from law enforcement that, yes, this is the way you do it. And making sure that they do it has been one of your one of your goals, helping educate the drivers over the years and giving them all of the knowledge that they, that they need to make it go. It seems like, man, I would say 99.9% or 100% have the best interest of safety in mind. That is. That, that's, that's the whole reason behind what I am doing is we want to make sure that drivers do it by the regulations yeah, yeah. and it is done safely. And let me go around the table, Charlie, that you have just retired just recently out there and you've been able to make this a go for how many years now? I've uh, been on the road for 48 years. 48 years, wow. 42, the last 42 with Warner Enterprises. Okay, and man, what a great career. And no doubt, some challenges, some difficulties. You probably have seen them firsthand. I know you have. But you were able to find solutions to these, haven't you, to the problems? Well, much like the guys said on the, the segment before this, uh, uh, trip planning is so important. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of complaining going on about the ELDs and the ALDs and all that. Um, guys, that's the law. We have to live with it, accept it, 
and make it work for you. And you can do that best by planning. Planning your trip. When you get a load, plan where you're going to stop. This this argument about 30-minute break, that's just ludicrous. Um, you're gonna you're not gonna drive for eight hours straight through without taking some kind of a thirty minute break. Uh, not everybody's as old as me and has to stop once every five or six hours. But uh, this, this it's just silly to to make such an argument out of this thirty minute break. Um, I suspect it probably inconveniences some people. It never inconvenienced me any. Um, what I would like to see done is is get to the split break. Okay. Where we could uh, we could decide uh, when we're tired. Um, it's I don't know how rather than having that set in stone. You decide. Yeah. The captain. Uh, you you tell me how many hours a day I can drive okay. or in a twenty four hour period. Okay. And you let me decide when I can drive those hours. That's a solution, Quentin. Is that a solution for you? Uh, I think it is. I mean, we we come into these areas and we we uh, travel the roads on a regular basis, but we're looking at traffic patterns and things like that and. We, we can hit Atlanta at 5 o'clock in, in the afternoon, and I'd rather just pull over and wait for two hours and let the traffic die down and save my clock than have that 14 still running and pushing me to try to get to my shippers. I mean, when we've got a clock that's running like that, and we're dealing with shippers and consignees and, and detention time and things like that. We really have to plan our trips as good as we can, and we have to take no account those traffic areas and, you know, incidences or weather patterns across. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. you're going into an area that's going to have some nasty weather and you want to take an extra three hours and wait for it to blow through. I think from the vantage point of what you do at Crete, I talked to your boss yesterday, uh, Mr. Tim Ashoff, and he said that a lot of this gets down to the trip planning and understanding where those solutions are. That means that you've got to have a great dialogue going on between the front office and you out there on the road. How critical is that? Uh, it's, it's very, very critical. It really is. Um, when you get out on the road and you start your trip planning and everything else, like, I'm sorry, what's your name? Quentin. Quentin. Yeah. Like what Quentin said, you know, I'm sure you think that. what he said. Uh, when it comes down to, um, you know, with Atlantic traffic or whatever else, you know, we, we really need a little bit more time on those things. And, and like what Charlie said about the, uh, uh, the 30-minute breaks, yeah. about giving it to us instead of, you know, saying this is mandatory on here. Right. Um, that would give us a little bit, as a driver, a little bit more leeway. I really do think that that would. So. Yeah, Monty, when you were doing you know, roadside inspections, did a lot of drivers say, man, I wish I had that that flexibility, the ability to maybe oh, slip yeah. that sleeper? Yeah, it was, it was uh, it's like all, all the, uh, the, the, the free drivers here, you know, used to, prior to the uh, introduction of the hours of service, uh, you know, truck drivers used to get in a truck and just drive until they fell over dead. And then they would sit there, stop and take a break, and they'd get up and start it all over again the next day. Yeah. Well, obviously, the government decided that, hey, we've got to do something because we've got so many people that are being injured, killed, whatever. This is where they implemented the regulations. And it's like all three of these guys have said. If you do some pre-planning, you know ahead of time where you're going. Mm -hmm. you, You sit down and you basically work backwards. This is what time I have to get here. All right, let's start working backwards. Mm-hmm. And now then I know exactly where I'm going to be at every hour. Mm-hmm. And by drivers planning that way, they can sit there and make sure that they get from point A to point B with the least amount of problems along the way. Charlie, has the ELT been a good thing for the industry? Uh, 
As it turns out, yes. Uh, I was not for it when we first got it. Okay. They implemented Why were you hesitant? I fought, well, I fought it. I was old okay. school. I wanted to do it the old way. Okay. And, and after getting used to it and learning it, um, I, I don't know if it became a friend, but it wasn't an enemy anymore. Okay. And okay. again, it goes back to planning. If, if you plan your trip, uh, I think one thing that's hurt here a little bit is we've gotten away from Rand McNally Road Atlas. Oh, sure, yeah. And when you picked the load up and you looked at that atlas and you said, okay, I'm in Omaha and I've got to go to Los Angeles, you looked at the route you was going to take, you took, you, you figured out where you was going to eat, where you was going to sleep, where you was going to fuel, you put that together right. and that's planning a trip. And ELD doesn't hurt anything. We may have lost a few miles, but not enough to... We've, we've raised our wages so much in the last okay. three or four years that it's more than made up for it. And our company's been awful good about and, raising wages. And, Quentin, from that standpoint, I mean, that's uh, one of the keys, right? ELD's been a benefit, but companies are stepping up saying, okay, we know the restriction on this, but we're going to bring the wages up. Again, it's another solution right. that's out there. I mean, I think when it comes down to ELDs, I mean, I've been in the industry almost two years, so ELDs, I've, that's all two I've years. known. Okay. I mean, that's all I've got. That's all I've known. We go to paper when the thing breaks, but... You know, um, it gives us the data. I think it was uh, mentioned before that we can't start tackling these hours of service issues until we have the data to come back and say, this isn't working. This is where we're having our issues. And until you can compile that as an industry standard and across the industry, right, we right. can't go to fight a you know, battle against it. And what is your take on that, Matt? What do you think? Um, I think what it really comes down to is knowledge is power. Okay. Right. It, it really does come down to that because when I joined Creek Carriers in 2013, I was able to, I was able to uh, actually have the privilege of running on paper logs for about nine months. Okay. Before I actually okay. got my electronic device. I mean, were you, did you go kicking and screaming into the ELD age? Um, no, not really. Okay. Because I mean, okay. you know, it's like hours of service is hours of service. It doesn't matter whether you're on paper or not. You know, if you're on electronic paper, it doesn't matter. The only difference really is, is that you can be like, well, I was detained at this shipper for four hours, so let me take my PTI and everything and move it up. Yeah, for our, yeah. And you're not supposed to do that anyway, you know, if you're playing it by the, by the actual rules in the games. But, and that's what it comes down to. Knowledge is power. If you plan your trips, you do your drive your plan. You're in, it really has not affected me at all. I've been very successful with Creek Carriers. Monty, i got to ask you about the FMCSA and what they uh, came out with a couple of days ago, wanting to revise four certain components, uh, including that mandatory 30-minute, the split sleeper birth from the law enforcement side of it, how do you feel about it? How much time do we have? <laughs> I've only got about 20 minutes left. <laughs> uh, if you will take and remember, back prior to 2015, yep, yep. whenever they issued the final rule, I sent you an email and I said, look out, once ELDs are in place, you are going to see FMCSA going in and amending the hours of service. Yes, you did. I remember seeing that. Right. But simply because prior to the ELD mandate, when drivers were using paper logs, there is so there is too much of a temptation to cheat. And uh, NTSB, when they go to these crashes, that you want to stop and wait, Bubba, because Bubba ain't never seen one. Mm. Invariably, NTSB is always going to find that the driver cheated on his hours of service. Mm -hmm. So, 
by virtue of introducing the ELDs and, and NTSB has been hammering yeah, FMCSA yes. that this was one of their top ten. Now then that it has been in almost a year, FMCSA is looking at the data and they are seeing that the data is working. Yes. And so yeah. by virtue yes. of the data working, now then we're going to go in and we're going to start offering some exemptions or we're going to change the rules for the drivers that are operating under the ELDs. In the sex, it's going to be quite an interesting ride to say the very least. Guys, I'm going to get ready to wrap up the segments. And man, I really appreciate you jumping in the chat with me. Matt Nickel is with me with Crete, also Quentin Ward with Werner Enterprises. Charlie Endorf, ladies and gentlemen, a five million miler. He's going to become an ambassador for the company. I'm trying to talk you back behind a wheel. No. Okay, well, does that mean I have to give up my smartphone? <laughs> yes, sir. I've learned how to text. Man, i got to congratulate you. That's awesome. And, of course, retired Texas State Trooper Monty Dial, guys, talking about what the American truck driver is doing out there. You guys are the real heroes. I mean, you're moving to freight. It's getting done. There are solutions out there, and that's what we're talking about on the panel. Let's give them a great round of applause for being up here with me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to break for a few minutes, guys. I've got some more of America's Road Team coming up in a few minutes. Stay with me. I'm Mark Willis, live across North America on this Saturday from Gats.